I'm Natalie. I'm Lena. And I'm Sean. We are three friends who all have film and thought it would be cool to discuss movies from our perspective. We rate movies in terms of how drunk you need to be to enjoy them. We call it the Martini Scale. Hello. Hello. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Yeah. Got some living life, man. Living life. 2021. <laughs> that COVID life. Mm-hmm. 2021. Mm. Oh my God. 2021. It's so hard to get used to saying that. So off to a rough start. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> I know we weren't supposed to have high hopes, <laughs> but I think I had a little bit of like high hopes that like it would be better. Um, and, you know, I've just been brought to reality immediately. I think my favorite meme was it's just, 2021 is just 2020 in a wig. <laughs> Like yeah. it's just it's the same yeah i mean listen it's you know we could we could dwell on that or we could talk about something exciting yes which, okay. you know, we've got a podcast to do here so a crazy exciting episode all right so though we do expect this to be a year full of new releases the truth is there's not a ton of movies out right now so we thought it would be fun to highlight one of our favorite actors on this week's episode and we will be talking about thomas cruise mapother did I say what? his name right? Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, that's his real name. Yeah, the fourth. Um, what kind of name is that? Uh, listen, I don't. He, he changes to Tom Cruise. That's all you need to worry about. Is it like Greek or something? Oh, like, I don't know. What, what is he that is. name? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, he. So I'm just now realizing that he was. He's in a movie called Born on the Fourth of July. And yeah. do you know when? Do you know when he was born? Was he born on the fourth of July? He was born on the third of July. Oh shit. <laughs> So was know, he born on the 4th of July? Close enough. Close enough. Close enough. Well, I did not pay attention to that. Damn. Yeah. Anyway, so he's won numerous awards, including Golden Globes, and he's had three nominations for Academy Awards. He's one of the highest paid actors in the world. His films mm-hmm. have grossed over. Do you know how much, Natalie? Do you want to take a stab at how much Ooh. is? Oh, God, I can't Ooh. even. You do because good at this, though. I, so I have a All North of American. his films. So you do North, good at this, though. Come on. So I have a North American amount, and then I have a, a worldwide amount. So you, mm. you can try to go for both. I would say North America, all of his movies, yeah. forever. Yeah. I would say seven billion. Okay. No, you're close, but no. And then worldwide, I would say nineteen billion. <sighs> So you're very far off. <laughs> it is. So. Okay, you're closer on the other one. <laughs> well, kind of. So, nor- so domestically, he's made about four billion. Oh, okay. His films, um, and then internationally, ten point one billion. So oh, okay. Not quite seventeen. You know, just but- minuscule numbers here. Exactly. You know, when it when it comes to that many zeros, I don't really understand <laughs> the concept of it. Fair, I, fair. I am such a poor uh, person living in Los Angeles that I don't <laughs> really know how to deal with numbers that big, and I don't does, really know. They're just like magical fake numbers. To does me. They billion don't seem like even real. actually exist, or is it just like fake money in your account? Like you've done this, but like you know, we'll just give you like the credits in your account like is it like real like can you like take out a billion dollars from the bank at that point you're not really going to the atm to take out (laughs) what is it yeah like how many like truckloads yeah phil that's like that's just i mean i'm just i'm kind of confused right now you're trying to tell me that neither of you are billionaires (laughs) oh i'm sorry did you think that i was i'm a billionaire in I've my been you guys for your money all this time. I thought that. Oh, <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, sweetie. Well, we put on a good ruse. Yeah, with our uh, two-bedroom, one-bath apartment with tandem parking. I don't know anybody who would. <laughs> oh yeah, the tandem parking. <laughs> no, LA. no dishwasher. So I don't know. It's a big old. It's a big old long con. <laughs> Classic LA. Yeah. Oh my god. Fair enough. Fair enough. So we could talk about all the various movies that have made Tom Cruise the movie star that he is. But my thought is that we might have to like maybe bringing them up throughout the episode. So we're going to count down. We're each going to do our top five favorite Tom Cruise movies in this episode. And I have an honorary mention. Do you guys have an honorary mention? I do have one. I felt like I have like three honorary mentions. Yeah. It was really actually quite hard to put this list together. Yeah, it it, it was actually. I think that like we talked about like Nicole Kidman is my favorite actress and Mm -hmm. Tom Cruise isn't necessarily my favorite actor. Like he's definitely like toward the top of my list, but 
um i this was a really hard list for me especially like putting them in order because yeah. i definitely like knew which ones i wanted to talk about but like putting them in order is actually quite challenging actually my top three are pretty solid I mean, my top five are pretty solid. And my honorary mention is like, it could have been in the top five, if not for the other. So I, cause I love it just as much as I love the other. So well, this anyway. is like Lena's number one man. I mean, I he's, we should preface number one, yeah. like actor. He's just yeah. like it for me. So I think I was pretty solid on definitely the top three, like four, five, six honorary mention, blah, blah, blah. It was kind of like, oh, but I love these. Yeah. Two. Okay. I don't well, know. We're going to get to it in a second. But first, Natalie, why don't you tell us what this deliciously green martini is? That it we- is so bright. <laughs> I love My eyes are burning from the color of you it. You guys both guessed. Sean, what is your guess after seeing the martini? So I see that it's a very green martini. Mm-hmm. And I know that green is the color of money. And mm-hmm. so my assumption is that this is a color of it's like the mission money impossible color marty i don't know oh you're guessing the name well i, yeah. I think it's like the or color the movie that inspired it the color of money teeny or something this was okay. my guess okay lena what is your guess the name of the martini or what movie inspired it so uh, when i originally saw it i'm a dumb clearly because sean clearly got the color of money and i did not even see that I was thinking American made (laughs) or maybe the tropic teeny, but then I do see the color of money and I'm like, okay, is this the color of martini? I don't know. Uh, So you guys are both wrong. Oh, Oh, Jesus. (laughs) The Tom Cruise teeny. (laughs) This is the show me the martini. Oh, damn it. (laughs) That's a great name. Yep. Why didn't I Tell think about I really thought you guys were gonna pick oh, that up, shit. but it really there's a few of his movies that really work with this. I feel like it's a it perfect does. martini for him. You know, yeah. show it's me okay. the martini. I'm literally peeing my pants. That is yeah. perfect. I mean, I was perfect. actually opening, so like my number one movie, I was hoping that there there literally could be a martini named after this movie oh so yeah i, I was going i to, was that felt like too easy i was gonna it. take yeah. the reins i was gonna take the reins and be like you know what i got the martini this week oh, i got I it i had that. it i had it in mind but then here we are so it's fine i um, that is perfect i thought i thought about that and i was like this feels like too, too easy of a thing yeah. and i also didn't have that vodka on hand so <laughs> okay that's fair with this what this is is i actually i made a lime simple syrup which is very good. Oh, um, I, I read it as simple syrup with lime. No, I made like, so I took made simple syrup like on the stove and put lime zest Smart. in the simple syrup. So that mm-hmm. is also green too. Mm-hmm. Um, and a splash Midori, a splash of lime juice, a splash of, well, lots of splashes of vodka. Um, <laughs> it's, I think I did a little too much Midori, but you know, it's, I wanted it to be very green. But the color is good done. with the Midori, yeah. Yeah, with a little lime zest, it's very good. I mean, listen, I think we've talked about this in the show before, but I, my, the, mar, my, the martini, the, the Midori Sour tar- is literally the like Magnolia the Magnolia tea. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Midori Sour is the drink that got me through my early 20s when I was Dude. like a little gay kid that wanted to be cool that I was drinking, but really mm-hmm. didn't want to have alcohol. That was my Midori was my Sours. Mm. Yeah, and I did a good Damn. job on my zest. And then I took whatever cash I had in my wallet and rolled it up. So smart. I'm billionaire. Billionaire was so smart. It was billionaire. There's a lot of ones in there. Don't worry, you guys. She always has cash on her. My dad taught me always to have cash. He would be so mad at me if I didn't have cash. cash. So when I have it, I do too. But he would get so mad at me. Like you always have cash. You never know what situation you're going to be in where you need cash. I mean, he's right. Frank is right. I started taking cash out because you said that, and I'm like, not wrong. All right, Lena, I understand you have some trivia for us this week. Why don't you get into some some Tom Cruise? Well, I didn't have a lot of trivia, just a couple things that I didn't I don't think I knew this. But um, the whole Iron Man thing, he was offered Iron Man. Oh, my God. I did not know know that. that? No, I did not. That would make sense, though. It would totally make sense. And I was like, oh, actually. 
could he have been Iron Man? I mean, no. Downey Jr. is like Iron Man for life, okay? But I was like, that's so interesting. Like, I was like, oh, I did not know that. So I thought that was really big trivia for me, at least, because I was like, I had no idea. Yeah, but cool. makes sense. Um, and, you know, Tom Cruise is... He's like, what is the what is the, like strong man? He's like the strong man of like actors, right? He really he goes for it. He works out. He like prepares. He like does everything because he wants it to be so real and so like authentic. Does his own stunts. Yeah, the stunts. Jumps off buildings, jumps out of helicopters. So he is a lunatic. He is a he lunatic. Is a lunatic. Well, but I appreciate it. He's so dedicated yes. to his craft that I think he would mm-hmm. be willing to die yeah. in a stunt just to entertain people and to be as authentic as possible. Just and for to the create arts. like the most. Yes. Yeah. Like it's, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen anybody else he's the star he literally lives and breathes to be a like he's top movie star to me but through all of that and his training everything he can hold his breath underwater for almost six minutes what what even hold my breath for a minute we just tested this the other day we actually did just test this and she couldn't do it twice and i was like what's the matter with you i don't even smoke but i (laughs) my my assessment is that my boobs are too big and they just weigh <laughs> on my chest, chest and it's I can't breathe. It's got to be what it is. It's got to be what it is. All right, Lena, any other trivia for us today? The last one I have, which I find to be kind of like, it, not depressing. It's not that bad, but I mean, kind of, maybe, I don't know. He's never won an Oscar. Yeah. That's wild to me. Star I mean, that we like know and like love has never won an Oscar. I feel like a lot of like quintessential movie stars though don't win Oscars, right? Like that's not, I mean, not that Tom Cruise doesn't deserve an Oscar because he's actually a good actor as well. Yeah. But I just don't, that doesn't surprise me. So I don't think he picks things that are like Oscar bait, you know, whereas I think I I like Nicole Kidman, but a few good men I could see maybe having, I think there was a period of using material wasn't even nominated for that. Yeah. Yeah. So the only three movies he was nominated for, Born on the Fourth of July, okay. Jerry Maguire, okay. and Magnolia. Mm-hmm. And Magnolia, he actually won like all the awards leading up to the Oscars, and Didn't then he lost to Michael Caine, Cider House Rules. Interesting. And that was everyone was like, that should have been Tom Cruise's Oscar. Yeah. He huh. like that year he won everything, yeah. and I do feel like that was what he was choosing when he was trying to be really like, you know, into. Yeah and all that and he really should like i don't i just crazy he's never won oscar i don't, I don't know that is pretty interesting that is i actually i see him as one of the like i don't want to say last but i feel like there's a whole generation of actual like movie stars we've talked mm-hmm. about this before right with like the yeah. julia roberts and the tom cruises and the harrison fords and all mm-hmm. this like i don't know who you know 10 20 30 years from now we're going to be like that's a movie star like you know what i mean like i think there's like talented actors and personalities but Mm -hmm. i think the market is just so saturated with like the social media and the influencers and the tv stars and you know it's all so blurry whereas like tom cruise is like a fucking movie star like that guy is a movie star i think and he deserves it and he has earned it and puts in the work and puts in the work way more than other people do you know well and natalie you've actually worked on a couple tom cruise movies we want to talk about that or we well let him actually do it but i wasn't there so (laughs) bring it up i didn't get to so i'm upset about it yeah i got to meet him at a wedding and it was fantastic and he was as lovely lovely oh my god what a lovely human being and so respectful and kind and it's surprisingly taller than i thought he was gonna be because i think everybody is like put this like he's so short he's so short and i'm like this motherfucker is taller than me i was expecting him to be like five foot well use a shorty and i was i mean i am short but i was just like very surprised but you know yeah this, I, also that like, makes me so happy when you said that i was like oh i'm so glad he was a good human being yeah. person like so nice and like yes i worked at a company that we did a few of the movies and um 
I mean, to take the time to like say hi and introduce himself to everybody that worked at this company at this wedding was just really special. And, you know, I think something that makes a big difference when people appreciate and respect the fame and celebrity that they have and don't abuse it. Yeah, for sure. And I totally forgot about you being at that wedding actually i know that also that's probably why i forgot and i will say that the (laughs) the first time that i ever saw natalie's name in movie credits was a tom cruise movie in imax and i won't tell you first but yeah my first uh lucky bean lucky lucky bean was that your first credit yeah that was my first credit that's awesome other than like you know my like shorts and other stuff but like my first feature credit on a movie screen nice in a theater remember those so what? fucking cool what's that what's a theater is that where they do like puppet shows my yeah. living room my, yeah. my couches okay yeah the final days of going into a movie theater and then getting to see your name and then taking a picture and you're like fuck you it's my name up there <laughs> <laughs> now you can freeze for you and just take a screenshot i know, I know. life has worked it out. was a different time oh <laughs> It's funny. I was I was telling a friend that I hadn't talked to in a long time recently um, that I have a movie podcast, and it was so weird because he's like, "Well, you guys are still doing it," and I was like, "Yeah, we are actually. We're. It seems kind of weird that we're still able to do it, but yes, we are still doing our movie podcast, and here we are." Yeah. Well, I appreciate Netflix is going to have a new movie out every week, even though we may not want to cover what that movie is. At least it's giving us new fresh content every like, week. Totally. That was really amazing to see. I was like, thank God we have yeah. something to do. And what a bomb trailer. I feel like they got the like HBO commercial people to like cut that for them because it was totally. like how I used to feel about like HBO's like yearly wrap up of like all the programs that they had. And it was like, fuck these, this like HBO is so good. It felt like that, you know? Yeah, definitely. And between that and HBO Max, I think we're actually going to have some new content to talk about this year. So I think it's going to be exciting. Good times. Yeah, the Netflix slate actually looks pretty awesome. Um, we didn't plan to talk about this, so I didn't take any notes. But there's definitely like some really big stars that have Netflix films coming out this year, and I'm super, oh, super yeah. excited about it. So I think Lena, you should kick us off with your number five since he's your favorite. <laughs> okay. So, oh God. All right. So. I love Tom Cruise and I don't care (laughs) what the movie is. I love Tom Cruise. And my number five movie is one of one of my favorite actresses in the whole world. Oh, and it's probably a movie most people have watched, but nobody talks about really because I don't think in most people's minds it was that good. No, I know. I find it to be so funny and entertaining. I think he's so like charismatic and crazy Tom Cruise, um, but it's Night and Day with Cameron Diaz. Oh, I love that movie. I, just I love it. this movie. I, just it. I love it, love it, love it. It's so it's good. It's so fun. I mean, the plane crash scene this at the is, beginning yes. of that movie is so fucking intense. It's right up there with the yes. scenes in Castaway where I'm like, you feel like you're on the plane, mass anxiety. I'm not okay. Okay. But I think it's just like, I think they had really good chemistry, not like mm-hmm. the best sexual chemistry necessarily, but the comedic chemistry, I yeah. feel like really showed Tom in a different like way than you normally see him. Cause like, you don't really think of Tom Cruise as like comedy. You think of him in like an action star. And I think he was action and comedy. And I was like blown away. I was like, oh my God, I actually really love this movie. Yeah. And like anytime it's on, again, Sean, it's in the background. I have to, I love watching this movie. I'm always surprised that that movie actually didn't do better. I remember seeing it in the theater. I remember loving it in the theater. Mm-hmm. I just, I've always thought it was just like a good time at the movies. Like, yeah, it's, it's a fun. good time. Yeah, it's just fun. It's fun. Yay. Good choice. Number five. I'm actually excited to see, I hope we don't have a ton of like overlaps because mm-hmm. I mean, I think my list is pretty basic, but you know, whatever. Um, but it'll be fun to see kind of how we, how we, how our lists compare. Natalie, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is one that he's not the star of. Um, he's actually not even on the poster. Oh, and I think it was a movie that showed me Tom in a different light. And I think it kind of showed 
him in a different light to everybody else. Uh, I think and I kind know of gave him mean. a second I think revival. This is a, I think I know what you're talking where about. Where there was, you know, <laughs> the Oprah sofa experience that kind of tainted his name in a sense. And I think with this one role completely revived mm-hmm. his career and people allowed to totally. forget that moment and forget those things because I think they just really appreciated him. I think it was also shocked shocked. because I think we hadn't seen any of this from him. Mm -hmm. I think really ever. Um, And that is Tropic Thunder. This is my honorable mention. This is my honorable mention too. Yes. I think (laughs) that's why Natalie said that. This is one of the best scenes in history because you watch it and you're like, the fucking where the fuck was Tom Cruise in this movie? And then you're like, holy shit, that was Tom Cruise. Yeah. I mean, one, I, love I it. absolutely love this movie. I think it's, it's so much fun. It was one of those when it came out, I watched it over and over and over again. I just thought it was so much fun. Um, obviously, like working in the film industry, I do tend to like like anything more related to making movies and that aspect of it and a little inside baseball but having worked at studios and seeing executives his portrayal of Les Grossman was eerily uh real (laughs) and hysterical and I it was I it was great to see him just kind of like have fun that's all he was doing was having fun and Yes, he did like night and day and a couple things after that where he did that. But I'm like, I would love to see more of that. that. I would love to see more of like, it's not action. It's not any of this other stuff. It's literally just you having fun. And because he's so he is such a good actor. And it was so great. Yeah, why? Like, why after these things? I'm like, why are you not doing more comedy? You are so funny, and but like, also because what, he doesn't take himself seriously. What a great move <sighs> on his agent's part, everybody Seriously. to let him do this. Because I would like, love I think, to know who proposed this idea. Because I honestly don't like. What if he didn't make this movie and he's like, well, I'm not the star in it. And at that point, I don't think that was like a big thing to like if you're this name actor to kind of do a little bit part in these but I don't think that was yeah really something that you did and so I think what if he didn't do this like would any of these things that came after would any of that happen yeah for sure yeah no it's a good choice like good I, like I said I, was, I think it's great perfect yeah, it's my honor so mention, perfect so good job good job also, I just finished my martini, so I'm in a nice level of drunk that oh, we're just going to ride through the rest of Nice. This. Let's just ride through it. Uh, so my number five is, this is a movie that, um, it's definitely like a summer, I think it came out in the summer, blockbustery, just fun time with the movies, fun, scary, apocalyptic, whatever. Um, and I'm reminded of it all over again every year that we do Universal, because mm-hmm. on the Universal backlot, they actually host the, um, they still have the set up, brother, for the plane crash scene the plane that crashes into mm-hmm. like the su- the suburbs and i'm just i'm never not enamored by like walking through that set like that's that they've kept it up all these years it's and it's so just, cool it's so magical and it makes me feel like i'm i don't know like that's the one part of like living in la that's it's just weird to me that's the one part of living in la going to like a movie studio that we usually do every year that's you know fun or whatever but getting to walk around that set is such a great memory for me. And so for some reason I associate like that experience with this movie, which makes me love the movie even more. Um, and the movie is war of the worlds and they just remastered it in 4k. And it, I watched it again about a month ago. <gasps> oh, I have to see it in 4k. It's just so great. I mean, it's, it's definitely one of those classic films that holds up, you know, like it's, it's, it feels like a timeless movie. Um, I know that it's a remake of, you know, a, yeah. a classic film, but um, yeah, it's just, it's so good so good i love this movie what a good choice this is yeah. definitely like in the honorable mentions yeah that I have i've had time several with. honorable mentions but <laughs> this is definitely i was toying yeah. of like this one to go on the list it's hard because as, as much as i like justin chatwin he's such an annoying character in this <laughs> that it like that's it makes it uh exhausting to watch where it's just like you are making this so much more difficult yeah <laughs> stupid kid. you know but 
It's a great movie. It's Tom great. is he, great, he's in great in it. Great in it. He looks yeah. great. Like that fucking leather jacket he's wearing the whole time. Like he's just great. And it's, and then when you t- watch the Spielberg documentary, um, oh. I that I think that was on HBO, and Spielberg talking about how a lot of his stories have like the absent father as a, like a major part of the theme. And when you kind of like really see how deep and meaningful this movie is for Steven Spielberg, like it just, it just adds so much more depth to the role like Tom Cruise is playing and what he's trying to do and how he's trying to be there for his kids and save his kids. And I'm like, holy shit, I didn't even pick that up. I just thought it was a fun action movie. And it's just, you realize how much history and emotion there is in it actually. Totally. Yeah. Great movie. Good choice. And right. obviously, I love it every time I walk past it at Universal. Yeah. yeah. It's a good time. All right, number four, Lena. So number four is a series of movies. <laughs> and it's hard. I can't put one in front of the other because- the whole franchise? It's the one? whole franchise for okay. me you gotta because- pick, You got to pick your favorites though on this list, I feel like. Okay. Oof. So just say the whole I'm just going to say, obviously, it's Mission Impossible that I'm talking <laughs> we, about. We all had to make a choice here, Lena. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'm going to pick one. Hold on. I'm okay. Obviously, I'm talking about Mission Impossible. Now, I will say Mission Impossible when it came out, classic. Classic. This is ne- like Tom Cruise, classic action. Yeah. Action, action. Drops down from the ceiling. That whole thing he does. That's Classic. Now you get to like later ones when like they're really stepping up their game of like really putting in some fucking shit in these movies. And the next one I'm going to say is Ghost Protocol. Wowza. Okay. This now this one's blowing my mind. Okay. And then Fallout comes around and it's like even more blowing. Are you going to talk mind. about all of them or are you going to talk no, about your I'm favorite? Because we've got some on our list too, I bet. Picking Sweet. out of these three. <laughs> I'm telling you, these are the ones that stick out in my mind. Now. (laughs) Which one's on your fucking list? I know what I'm saying. I'm confused now because I confused myself. (laughs) Because you interrupted me. (laughs) Anyways, I'm going to have to, out of those three, I know there's the Philip Seymour Hoffman one. And I I don't think that's the ghost protocol one. I think that's the one before. No, that's that's three. Yeah, that's the one before, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And I love Philip Seymour Hoffman, but I will have to say I'm going to have to pick Ghost Protocol out of all of those, even though I want to say the classic one because it's so classic. But Ghost Protocol was just like, there's so many things and it's like Simon Pegg and you have Jeremy Renner and you have just all of these characters and all of the situations that he's handling. Fallout is great, but Gross Protocol is just one that just always, when I think of Mission Impossible now, I think of that movie. Is that the Dubai when, one? Yes. When he's hanging the off the side of the fucking building. Yes. The glove stops working. I'm terrified. Like, it's just like, it's so good. And he's so good. He's just like, he's just like terrifying you with this thriller of an action. It's just great. Yeah. So Ghost Protocol is number four for me. Cool. Natalie, number four. My number four, which I feel like I'm sorry, Lena, because it's going to be higher on your list and I'm afraid to do this to you. No, it's fine. But we're going to, I think we can get to it and talk about it again so we could do a quick pass or buy on it on my (laughs) list. Okay. Um, And I know, I I doubt Sean has ever taken our advice and watched this movie. (laughs) It is Edge of Tomorrow. And it... In a sense, I feel like should be higher on my list because I do fucking love this movie. I'm surprised there's other things on top of your list for this one. (laughs) Because there's feelings and emotion. Yeah. I will say. I know. I know. So Edge of Tomorrow is a perfect movie. It is is the perfect. Right. No, it's Edge of Tomorrow. It is. It's called Edge of Tomorrow, but it's confusing the marketing of Live, Die, Repeat, Emily Blunt, it is so good. It's the perfect combination of Tom Cruise action, Tom Cruise comedy, Tom oh Cruise drama. It combines everything. Tom so Cruise perfectly. hotness. Like it's everything. The story is great. It is one of the most fun movies 
I think I've ever watched. And I think I, I didn't even watch it in the theater. I don't think, I think nope. I saw it same at home the first time. And I was kind of same. pissed that I never got to experience it in a theater. And I think, I mean, when I hear that people haven't seen it, it's just shocking to me, you know, and it's, I think everybody that I have talked into watching this movie fucking loves it. So um, that's my number four. For your information, it is listed in the iTunes store as Live, Die, Repeat, colon, Edge of Tomorrow. Interesting. So I think that we should talk about the controversy, not the controversy, (laughs) it wasn't controversial, but we should talk about how the reason that they changed the name of the movie is because the marketing was the the poster basically said in big bold letters live, live die, die repeat, repeat which is basically like the the premise of the film right is that you mm-hmm. live and then you die and then you repeat it essentially and so they they had to go and change the name of the movie because people thought the movie was called live die repeat because that's what the poster said and that's just I fucking know. the worst marketing letters ever. live yeah. die repeat i get it like what a fucking <laughs> stupid marketing thing <laughs> I also what I mean, movies exa- do we yeah, love the most? Groundhog Day movies. No. Yeah, I mean, I will it's say I still never classic. did go back and watch this yet. It is on my list. You did now. watch it? No, no he has on my list. Fucking John. It's on my list of movies that I want to watch this year, and it, I will get to this it. year. We're in January. Well, I got nothing fucking else to do this year, Lena. You, so. I, so I have to wait eleven months for you to watch. Maybe, maybe I'm gonna do. No. We're going to do a throwback episode on this movie and I'm going to select this year. Okay. So you need to just calm the fuck I bet you when you watch it, you will want to do that because I guarantee you, you're going to be like, you know what? I think I need to put this on my list. Maybe movies you may have missed. Live there, repeat. Ghost protocol. What the fuck is it called? (laughs) Ghost protocol. (laughs) Live there, repeat. Edge of tomorrow. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Edge of tomorrow. (laughs) All right. It's on my my list. It's on my list. Okay. Sean, number four. Sean? Number four is. A very, very dark film, literally and metaphorically. Um, it may be one of the darker roles he's ever done, actually. Um, and I remember seeing this in the theater, and I just remember being so taken aback because when you talk about Tom not feeling like a Tom Cruise movie, this did not feel like a Tom Cruise movie to me at all. Um, the acting is stunning. I mean, he's, he's a great actor in all of these, but I think there's a stark difference between you know, the action hero, Tom Cruise acting, and then the serious actor, Tom Cruise. Um, and I just, I love this movie. It's a different side of him. It's a different side of his co-star, Jamie Foxx. Um, again, I think the cinematographer in this movie is phenomenal. Um, it's a well-written script. It's directed well. It takes place, you know, gritty downtown Los Angeles. Fucking love it. Natalie, you, I see the look on your face. What is, what is the movie I'm talking about? Collateral. Is this on your list? Maybe. We'll talk about it later. Oh, oh. shit. All right. Um, I mean, I, I mentioned all the things that I love about it. So I'm going to say, you know, we can we can talk about more extensively when we get to whichever number it is for you. Um, I'm sure your number three is probably going to spoil one of my remainings on my list. So, you know, here we are. Tom Cruise. Not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Lena, number three. <laughs> number three is, oh, God. I mean, I think I was already really in love with Tom Cruise and I was young. And when I think of like, when I think of like going to the Bahamas and like I see like a guy in like linen pants, I just want it to be Tom Cruise and I want him to be making me cocktails because it's Mm -hmm. cocktails and dreams for life. And the movie is Cocktail. And I love him. And that song, (laughs) Beach Boys song, and Elizabeth Shue, and just the whole vibe of this, and like how he just got so much swag in this. I just love this movie. I feel like I made Ellie. I almost made a red eye. Because that's like the, do you know how to make yes! a red eye? Yes. And I was like, I'm the only yes! one that's going to be drinking this. And I don't I want to drink it. I drink it either. <laughs> that's, we'll drink that tomorrow after we have all these cocktails. I was it's like, just, I'm not doing this to myself. I'm the only one that has to suffer through this. It's funny to think about all of the cocktail related cocktails you could have made, Natalie. You literally could have made like the cocktail martini or like the. I know. You know he, he gave me a lot of options. He did. Yes. He had a lot to but like that speech when he's on the bar and he's making that poem and he's up there and they shake the cocktail. It's just like, it's so 
just class. I just love it so much. It's so 80s. It's so Tom Cruise. It's the height of like Tom Cruise. I just like Definitely. love this movie. Definitely. Good pick. Natalie, what's your number three? That song was fantastic, by the way. It's like the song of the summer in 1980. I don't know. Whatever year it was. 1980 something. Um, my number three is something we have already talked about. Mm. Um, and yes, I'm a little biased because my name is on it. Yes. Um, also I why feel- I picked that one. <laughs> But I also feel like as much as I didn't do anything to deserve my name, to be on it, it is my most proud moment of like my name being in the credits of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Lucky Mission Impossible bitch. Ghost Protocol. It's, I mean, it's, yes, it was a wonderful, like if any movie that I can like, yes, there's 1500 people in this list of credits. Yeah. I get it, you know, but it was like, if this is going to be my first feature film credit, like I could not be more proud that it's that movie. And I, and I love the movie. I think it's so fucking good. And I think, you know, Sean, when you gave us our TV and sound system, the first scene I thought of that I wanted to watch on this was him climbing the the Burj Khalifa in Dubai in Mm -hmm. Ghost Protocol because it's like the sound the picture everything that's to me the barometer of what I like set everything to and I just love this movie I think there's so much fun and the stunts in it are amazing Mm -hmm. I just love this movie yeah I mean I I will second that 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 was a moment I was definitely proud of you I you I specifically remember you made us make the trek out to <laughs> I think there was like only one IMAX in Los Angeles at the time, and it was by yeah, LAX. true IMAX. Yeah, and so we mm-hmm. went there, and it was like a huge group of us. I think it was like your brother and Krista, yeah, and big- yeah, it was a bunch of us. We had a really good time. Um, yeah, and I just remember being so excited, like staying for the credits and watching your mm-hmm. name come up, and we took pictures. And I think I, I think I actually have. Um, I was going through my Instagram the other day. I think that I have that picture on my Instagram somewhere. Of like oh really credits i'll have to find it and send it to you mm-hmm. yeah, i good. think you do actually i think i remember that yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah that was fun and it's funny that that's your number three because i'm i am with you lena i was giving you shit a minute ago but <laughs> i think that when you talk about this franchise it's very yeah. hard to pick one it's that you very love hard than the others um i mean ghost protocol is a phenomenal film and I, I leaned toward that one because I was like, oh, well, Natalie was involved in it. You know, I wanted to like, mm-hmm. you know, talk about it. But then I thought, well, it's probably going to be on Natalie's list. So mine is Fallout because I just think that, th- I mean, every Mission Impossible movie, like start to finish is just fucking phenomenal. And it's a roller coaster and it's just a fun adventure. I, I mean, I would say like if I didn't have the attachment to Ghost Protocol, maybe I would pick three because Philip Seymour Hoffman, like. That movie is just so fucking good. Like two was such a shit show that the whole franchise should have been canceled. And yeah. I think three really revived it as like, no, yeah. this is something we can kind of continue this storytelling. And I think, and here's the thing at like three and then protocol. And like, those are almost kind of standalone move. Like you don't have to have the franchise of these movies. Like those ones, I mean, fallout that helicopter scene is fucking amazing and tom cruise is literally flying that helicopter i mean it's a helicopter scene it's the not knowing where the nuclear weapons are it's the crazy the falling out of the airplane and losing your parachute when you're crashing into like the i I mean there's just like literally there's so many epic scenes in that film where you're just like holy shit like this is and the story is really good i mean there's an alec baldwin reveal there's like there's just so much it's wild angela bassett i mean it's just like one scene after another it just gets better and better and better and you're just like I can't take it anymore, and then it. Henry yeah. Cavill. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, that's that. I think for me, it, it could just be two because it's the most recent, and so that's the one that you yeah. know stands out the most. But yeah, um, I love that movie, and that for me, it's yeah, funny great. that you, it's funny that you mentioned the 4K entertainment system because that's actually the movie that I go to. Well, or, I well, watched that yeah. after the fact, <laughs> and I was like, "Wait up!" This helicopter like, when he's climbing on the basket on the helicopter, oh, like oh up the God. rope, and it's like more of like the orange kind of greenery. I was like, "Holy fuck!" I've never seen. I feel like I'm watching so a Discovery beautiful. Channel drone shot of something, and yeah. it's 
and not an action movie. But it's, it's that whole so sequence, beautiful. right? It's not just like when he's yeah. like in the helicopter. I mean, it's the, it's the, whole, the landscape yeah. below it. It's the, mm-hmm. you know, it's the flashing back and forth to the camp where they're at, where the nuclear yeah. weapons are. It's just like, it's, it's, it's too much. And like the fight choreography and like the way, like, it's just like everything. It, these yeah. movies are so well put together. It, they're just like they're just really good movies totally <laughs> i'm sorry i had to leave for a second we we're not talk about that natalie we the cat bruce grabbed my money roll and dropped it into the water bowl <laughs> okay <laughs> he likes to put things in water i don't know what his so deal now is. all of the cash i have on hand is soaking wet that's hilarious all right talk oh bruce <laughs> okay number two for me number two for me is obviously one we've talked about already is edge of tomorrow i am literally obsessed with this movie i can watch this movie oh she's drawing off her money (laughs) i literally can watch this movie every single day and like even talking about it right now i'm like i want to watch this movie right now like it is so good this is literally a perfect movie it is so perfect Sean, I'm so, so fucking surprised that you haven't seen this movie because it's so fucking good. Like, I, I want to almost make a bet, Natalie, that he watches this movie and he's going to have to say on the podcast how fucking good this movie is. Oh, yeah, and he's sure. going to be like, you know what? I'm going to knock something off my list and put this on because it's that good, Sean. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Okay. And him and Emily Blunt, such great chemistry she's actually tolerable and (laughs) badass and funny and cute all in one and i love like i loved her in devil devil wears prada whatever that movie is but this one i was like she is gonna be a movie star because she really just goes toe-to-toe with him and he lets her like into his world and they just do this thing together and it's so great interesting so great Okay. Such a good movie. I want to know what movie you're taking off your list, Sean. To I know. This <laughs> That's what I want to know. That yeah. totally. My um, list is pretty solid, so I don't. Th- I don't think anything's coming off, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. My number two has been mentioned. Um, oh, it's my fault. And. My fault. That's, that's fine. Um, <laughs> and it is collateral, and I think it's Michael Mann. It's a totally different role for mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. It's him as the bad guy, which he doesn't often play. And I found him to be both him and Jamie Foxx are like so perfect in this movie. And it's so gritty and so enjoyable. And it's just kind of one of those you're along for the ride of this whole experience where it's like just a ton of shit that goes wrong. And I think the style of the movie is really interesting. Um, I just, I think it's a really spectacular movie and just kind of a maybe like lower on the radar of like what people really talk about Tom Cruise for. And I think it really showed a little bit more of his range. Yeah. I will say um, with collateral, like I, you know, when I was looking at the movies and everything, I was like collateral, but for me, I think I always get this movie confused, not confused, but like minority report. Mm. Like I somehow like familiarize them together and I am more drawn to the minority report of like the movie than I am collateral. I, I think they kind of came out why. around the same time. I'm kind of yeah. curious, like dates um, wise. I would have to go back and like watch this again, like to see, like, cause I don't really remember him being the bad guy in that. Like, I don't know. Like, cause I also think in the minority report, he kind of not was a bad guy, but they thought he was a bad guy. And it they was thought like, thought he was a bad guy. Yeah. So I think that's why I get a little bit like, you know, I don't think I've seen them enough to like, or seen collateral enough. I've seen minority report a lot. So um, minority report was 2002. The collateral was 2004. So uh, okay. it's like close okay. to the same yeah. time. So well, I think like Tom Cruise is always playing the hero and like, it's interesting to Tom see Cruise him not do everything. that, you know? He's great. Yeah. This is the greatest episode. <laughs> He's the greatest superstar. I just love him. Aside from all the edits Sean's going to have to do, it's the greatest episode. Um, it, okay. Um, I mean, so speaking of spoilers, 
Lena. Oh. Um, my number two is Minority Reports. Oh! Oh! Hi. Um. Oh, I. That's one. I like. I said I had a bunch of honorable mentions because he's got such great movies. Yeah. yeah. I do really enjoy Minority Report. This is a surprise. I wasn't thinking this was on your yeah, list. Yeah, I didn't think it would be that high on your list. I don't. I mean, this is this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Hmm. Period. Regardless of whether or not it's a Tom Cruise episode, I just love this movie. In fact, I'm trying to. I'm constantly kind of like reassessing my like top. 2050 movies of all time list and this is one that like is constantly kind of something Moving around it and then i'll be like i don't know though i actually really like minority report better than that. and so mm-hmm. anyway it's for me it's i i love movies that are set in the not so distant future that they are completely unfathomable but close enough future to where it's like this could be in our lifetime and it's fucking creepy and mm-hmm. i think the interesting thing about minority report in particular is this movie came out what 10 years ago 15 years ago and i mean we're like almost there like mm-hmm. we're we are not that far yeah, off it's kind of crazy he's doing and i love hate that i mean i you know it's cool this but is the one where they see the future and they only have a certain amount of time to go in and police correct. it and stop it from happening future crime is like i feel like we crime. are not very close no. <laughs> we uh have to reform unless them. there's some science that i'm just so, super unaware of i okay, feel well, like that if is you take terrifying it literally, as in technology wise if you take it literally, then no. But I think that if yes. you factor in, which I don't think this movie was thinking about when they made this movie, if you factor in things like social media and like, I think yeah. the storming of the Capitol last week is a perfect example of this, right? Yeah. Like they're able to, they did a shitty job with this one, but they're able to look <laughs> at social media now and be like, okay, yeah. we've seen patterns of things. Find these motherfuckers. These people are like, maybe it's not like they're not going to, predict it in the future and see the mm-hmm, future mm-hmm. happening but like there's other ways of getting to that result right and that's why mm-hmm, I say yeah. like when I say we're almost there like that's what I'm talking about right yeah and so I think that even going backward Based after the fact and stopping it at the yeah. intent mm-hmm. versus the execution and like right. face recognition right like you just yeah. said it's a perfect example of that right because Super we, creepy. we're on camera all day long everywhere we go now and yeah. I think that like that was not a thing when this movie was released yeah. do you guys have a problem with that <sighs> Yes and no. I mean, I yes think that like no. China, the way that China does it is pretty terrifying because mm-hmm. China literally knows where you are, like regardless All of where you go. And I think we're getting there in America. Um, I think that probably like, more do than- I care? Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm at the, Am I uh, doing yes, I care because I'm like, why is- does anyone care where I am? That's another conversation though for another time because okay. you don't care yet because, <laughs> well, you don't care yet because you're not doing anything that's quote unquote wrong yet. But what if it's just, yeah, I hope I never get to a oh place where I'm doing anything well, wrong where my whereabouts so? are concerned. No, but that's not, I don't, I don't think you're ever going to be a murderer, but I think that there, there could be a situation where something that is not a crime today is potentially a crime in the future. Mm-hmm. And having your whereabouts known in that respect can be scary. I, I think I'm more worried, less worried about facial recognition, more worried about something like your phone tracking you everywhere you are, because mm-hmm. they can literally pinpoint where they can like triangulate your like exact location. Yeah. yeah. And I think they're doing this with like the people that are on the Capitol, right? It's yeah. another perfect yeah, example of this. Totally. Right? They're able to tell like who was actually in the Capitol building at any given time. Yeah. And while that's I'm great, totally fine with that. <laughs> well, me too, right? For something like that, I am. Yeah. yeah. But what if it comes down to like you were in the vicinity of like a shopping mall when something happened that you were not involved in necessarily, but because you were in that vicinity, there's a culpability. I don't know. I'm just. I mean, like, then yeah. fine, bring me in for questioning. We'll talk about it. I'll let sure. you know where I was. Sure. Like, I don't. <laughs> I hope to not have any issues in the future where I am so concerned about my privacy. That yeah. anything that I'm doing can't yeah. be released to the public. Like that to me, then I need to look internally as to the things that I'm doing. Yeah. Like I get, I have a real conversation with myself a lot about like people who care about this kind of stuff. And I'm like, what do you not want to be seen? That to me is like, what do you, that is the question. I don't know. Yeah. I think there's a, there's an ethics factor involved in it mm-hmm. that I think again is a much more like a extensive conversation yeah. um but it's it's more of a worry and there's countries like right now we're not this country right but if you were in like Tenement Square for example when that whole thing went down and they decided that you were doing like a crime against your government 
and they want to go after you for that and they can prove that you were there. It's stuff like that where it starts to get a little scary, right? Mm -hmm. And so, yes, us going to the shopping mall right now or whatever is not a thing. But like, let's say, for example, like we're under like a COVID lockdown in Los Angeles. You wouldn't know it, but by definition, we are. You would And know. they can they can basically tell you like how how we're tracking in terms of like case numbers that will be increasing over the next few weeks based on cell phone data because they're like people are out and about people are yeah. not home mm -hmm. and people were home back in march of 2020 oh yeah mm -hmm. and so and what if they decided at some point that that is actually going to be a crime i mean not in this case it probably won't be but let's say that there was you know you were you're under lockdown and we see that you were driving around you know southern california well, you're not supposed to be doing that. So what are the consequences? I don't know, right? But I'm yeah. saying that like, that's the kind of stuff that I think that we should be concerned about, maybe not worried, yeah. but there should be a level of concern. And I think that consumer advocacy and like ACLU, and there's a lot of people that are, when they say that they're concerned about privacy, that's what they're, that's the kind of stuff they're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Look at Tom Cruise movies, make us talk <laughs> about the future. I was gonna say, thank you for joining the pre-crime well podcast. <laughs> We talked about this when we were doing our documentary episode and we were yeah. talking about um, what was the social dilemma of that documentary. Yeah, totally. mm -hmm. And I had the same point of view of like, mm -hmm. I was like, but I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad. I know that's not the argument a lot of people have, but you know. All right. Number one. Number one. Are we excited Take about this? Me I'm, ex I'm excited to though. the danger zone. Of course. Da -da 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 -da. Uh to the danger zone oh, she's singing guys yeah, it's I top gun be, okay I, I knew this tom had to be cruise ultimate movie i don't care where you are or whatever he's done you know tom cruise from top gun you know i'm gonna <laughs> say it you know i was gonna be the one to say this movie Maybe you guys are all going to say this movie. I don't know. But I wanted to be a jet fighter pilot when I was six years old or whenever the fuck this movie came out. And that's all I wanted to fucking do besides being a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. I wanted to be a jet fighter pilot because Tom Cruise made me feel revved up. And I wanted to fly in the sky and I wanted to do those fucking upward turns and backwards and all that shit. He just really just, I feel like he just put a little fire in my ass when I was little. I was like, this shit I want to do. Sounds like you got a fire in your ass right now. You okay I do with that? because I'm thinking about the movie and I Damn, think about son. how it makes me fucking feel shit. I love this movie. Love it. Love Volleyball it. scene. Tom Cruise. It's just like, come on. Everything. And it's also heartfelt. When Goose dies, I cry. I cry every time when Goose dies. I know Spoiler this alert. is like Goose dies. On a lot of people's lists. Oh. It's not on my list. Same it's song. not I even know, in my honorable I, mentions. I'm glad that it is. And I knew you were going to I knew you were going to mention it. So I know. Was, I know. I'm I glad know. that it's on your list because I think I that um, it's obviously you can't have a Tom Cruise episode without mentioning I mean, this film. So yeah, someone's gonna mention it. It pays tribute. Totally. Yes. And I think that what's really fascinating about this is I think I know what Natalie's number one is. Yeah. And I feel like it's not my number one, which I'm actually really excited that we have different number ones. And I also feel like Natalie, mine could probably go unmentioned and no one would ever know and it's fine. But I think Natalie's number one is also a film that has to be mentioned on a Tom Cruise podcast. And my hunch is that the name of the martini came from this movie. Exactly. So Natalie, why don't you take it away and tell us what your number one is? You would think that that would be the case, but it is I not. Knew it. I knew she's going to wow. flip the switch on you. And that's why I was happy to make this martini about Jerry Maguire yes. because I knew it was not on my list. I knew I it would be an honorable mentions. I've never been um, so wrong before. I I do love this movie. And we it was I was like surprised movie. when I like naturally made my list that I was like, this isn't actually in the top Same. five. Same. I feel like it should be. I tried to I actually do, fit it in. I, I like, know. I Same. It? No, I can't. Same. And I didn't want to take any of my movies out for mm -hmm. Jeremy Maguire, but I uh -huh. it's a great movie. It uh -huh. really is. My number one do is have, something that the same one. We do not. And okay, your movie, I wanted to put on my list. Same situation. Yeah, you guys are weird. That's I why like I had a really long honorable mentions list because I was like, I yeah. just like these. These should be on here. Here's the but thing. Not. I want to say. Every movie that we didn't put on our list is an honorable mention for Tom Cruise <laughs> because they're all good movies. They're just you guys. Now that you guys know that it's not those two movies, yeah. what do you think it is? 
Magnolia? Vanilla's no. guy. No. Um, it is A Few Good Men. Oh. And I think. Yeah, you do love this movie. I, it's the collaboration of everybody. Yes. It is such an amazing movie. Mm-hmm. I think there's. This is one of those things where it's like, if this movie is on, like when I was home and living at my parents' house, like my dad and I would have to watch it. Like it was like, so there's several times. Yeah. And it just, it's like, it is so perfect. Like, yeah, it's like, it's a tough subject. It's not like the easiest thing to watch, but like the performances all around and the performance by Tom, a younger Tom Cruise is so like you're going up against Jack Nichols and you're going up against some of these like mighty giants. You're going up against like Kevin Bacon and, you know, and Demi Moore. It's just such a good fucking movie. And I, it's one of those that it's like when you're in the mood to watch this type of movie, like this is, this is it for me. Like I really love it. And yeah, this is my number one. I feel like this will always I be the number great. one. Yeah. Cool. Good choice. That's another Again, one you can't have a Tom Cruise podcast without mentioning. So yeah, yeah all of his movies that are not in your top five are honorable mentions because yeah. they're all good movies. He really does a good job at like doing good stuff. You just like you just root for him mm-hmm. so hard in this movie, and like you want him because he's kind to of succeed a dick at and first, like right like an entitled. I mean, he's a little, little like he's cocky, he's little, yeah, yeah, and entitled a little yeah. bit, but it's just like you know he really he's gets taking to it. Yeah, he's taking on a case that he's too green for, mm-hmm. you know, and I it's just kind of in a totally. situation where it's like you're fighting for the little guy that is intentionally being mm-hmm. buried by the system, mm-hmm. and really doing everything that it's like you're putting your reputation at a disservice by fighting for this at the level that you're fighting for it and it yeah. just it, it's really and like you think about like scenes and movies that are so memorable and it's like him and jack nicholson like you can't handle the truth exactly and it's like yep. the, there's only a handful of scenes that i think in cinema people think of as like mm-hmm. pinpoint iconic. an iconic scene and mm-hmm. that is one of them yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's included in that. Yeah. Well, speaking of you can't handle the truth, Lena, you don't pay attention to this podcast. <laughs> and you can't handle the truth because you have spoiled two of my movies now. Well, I, if you paid attention. We are talking about the same person. How am I spoiling you, anything? We are talking about the love of somebody. Okay. But if you paid attention to earlier in the show, you would know yeah, that I, know. I said that I had an idea for a cocktail and Natalie yes. said, no, I thought about that one, but I didn't do yes. it. And I said that that's my number one movie. Mm, yes. And then I said, Natalie, do we have the same number one? And you said, no. And then you, then you went on to suggest, <laughs> is it Vanilla Sky? <laughs> oh, no. Also, you just asked me what her number one would be. And I thought it would be Vanilla Sky. And I say, she said, it's not the same as mine. And you knew what mine was. Anyway. I fine. didn't know what yours was. Vanilla Sky. No, I thought it was going to be Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, I oh, literally God. thought it was going to be oh, eyes wide shut. Oh God! Because it's Nicole Kidman. Oh, God, no. oh interesting. That I is like a, that's, come on. That's that is a, a, I knew that is a logical explanation. It is a logical explanation. That I do a, understand. I didn't I would spoil like to shit ever existed. <laughs> I I literally I don't know if you guys know about this about me, but there's like three movies that I've walked out of in the history of my movie going life. That is one of them. I've never seen the end of Eyes Wide really? because it was so bad that me and my I mean, I will be again. honest. I've never finished that movie and I've never ever watched Magnolia. So I have no idea. Oh, yeah. Magnolia was pretty bad. I didn't love Magnolia. Oh, I liked Magnolia. I didn't even really didn't enjoy like Vanilla Sky. So so Vanilla Sky is, I know. I mean, Vanilla Sky for me is like a contender for like probably one of my favorite films of all time. And I think that this is definitely a movie that it's, unlike any of other role that he's done, right? And yeah, it's, obviously I, it's yeah. got a great cast. Mm-hmm. In fact, I love Penelope Cruz. I love Cameron Diaz. Like it's just, it's such a great mm-hmm. cast. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I love this movie is because I, I think we've talked about the variations of this in the show before, but yeah. there are certain movies that you see at a certain point in your life that just make sense to you in that moment. And if you were in any other circumstance in your life at that time, it probably would not have had the same effect on you. And I'm this sure is that's movie, what happened to me. This I is didn't movie, watch it ever until Natalie made me watch it. This one? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And again, like I could see somebody watching this movie and 
um, not having it affect them, quite mm-hmm. possibly even thinking that it's boring, I would go so far as to say. Um, but I love the idea of what is reality and what is time and what is life and what is death and like just all those big questions that this movie asks you to think about. Um, and this is like, this is just a movie like for me, like this was, this movie was made for people like me who love to like psychoanalyze and think about, you know, all mm-hmm. of those things. Um, and his performance is amazing. And his performance is all over the place, right? Because he plays this cocky, you know, rich kid in part of it. And then he is playing kind of the opposite of that, that his face is literally ruined or so yeah. we're led to believe or, you I mean, know, however you interpret the movie. But well, <laughs> you know what I mean. also 36 and it, that doesn't seem bad at all now. <laughs> I think he looked worse than born on the 4th of July than anything. Well, honestly, when I watched it last year, I was like, he doesn't look that bad. I don't I know. I take him. <laughs> I never even seen the movie. And I was like, oh, I don't think he looks It's bad. funny when you watch it when it came out and you're like, oh, my God. And then now as a single woman, you're like, I, it's fine. I'll take him. <laughs> deformity it's cool cool I'm good. um anyway this is again yeah it's one of my favorite movies of all time i just i love it so much um it's one of those like it lives up there in the space with so many like classic films for me um yeah i love, I love our list guys i'm it so was proud of us really hard for me not to put this on my list this was in the yeah, honorable mentions I really love this movie. Mm -hmm. And I also was really like, it was so easy for me to want to make a martini based off of this movie, especially because like one of the like biggest lines in this movie is like Cameron Diaz is drinking this martini in the scene. And um, Penelope Cruz says to Tom Cruise, she looks like the saddest girl to ever hold a martini. And so like, it feels (laughs) like I should have, and I was like, well, it feels how I feel in the moment. I should do something. Let's just, let's not go down a rabbit hole that is. I mean, I was even expecting like the vanilla sky vodka martini or just, I know there's so many easy things that I could have done with this, but I just was like, you know, I know those totally easy ones I could have done with this, but I was like, you know what? Like, I know Sean's going to talk about it because I know Sean loves this movie. And I was like, let's do a movie that like, I feel like maybe isn't going to be mentioned. I know it's not on my list and will be a little bit different. Yeah. So well, perhaps you can make that martini in another life when we are both cats. Yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> maybe when we get to watch edge of tomorrow with you. Yeah. I that was a joke from the movie. I know. I love. I I do love this movie. I don't like Penelope Cruz. She is charming in this. Like I think Mm -hmm. she's surprisingly enjoyable and real and awkward and kind of. This is a movie that made me fall in love with Penelope Cruz. Interesting. I mean, I can see that for that matter. I mean, Cameron Diaz plays such an unlikable, clingy, annoying person in this movie. Yeah, but. I, this is the movie that just made me appreciate all of them collectively. I mean, it's, there's no one performance in this that I think is better than the others. I mean, Tom Cruise is definitely the lead and you know, whatever, but I don't know. It's just, it's such a great ensemble cast. I don't even know. Jason Lee, always like a very strong supporting role. Kurt Russell is great in this movie. Yeah. It's just, it's a really, it's just a great film. It's a great film. Yeah. And it makes you feel it's really good. I love it. Yeah. I Again, wish. I'm super proud of. Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, like, I wish the visual effects element of it held up to a later, more modern time. I feel like I know they're trying to create this futuristic look in the vanilla sky and all of that, especially when they're on the rooftops and stuff. It doesn't hold up as well, which I feel like that's where it's like the five on my list feel like they hold up even if it was released in the nineties or, you know, and it's like even risky business should be on my list, but it's like everything holds up. And I feel like this a little bit is a little too styled that it feels. I love that about outdated. I have not seen it in probably maybe five years. And so I couldn't speak to the whole sky part at the end, but, um, I don't, I, this movie has never felt dated to me. In fact, that scene when he's in Times Square by himself at the beginning, like that's oh, yeah. talk about iconic scenes. Like oh yeah, that for sure. It feels like a very iconic, 
you know, comic scene from a movie. I think that might you- be one of the reasons why I don't feel connected to it is this the style of it. It's too much. You I know? made you watch it. What was like six months ago, a year ago? It was Lena? within six months, I think. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Because I, what are we doing? Yeah. And I think it was like on or something. And you're like, you have to watch this. I've never seen it. I was like, Ugh, I don't want to watch it. And then I didn't really <laughs> care for it. Even after I watched it, I was like, eh, I mean, I guess it's okay. Okay. I cocktail. I didn't connect okay. to it. <laughs> no, but I'm saying it's like, you, like you said earlier, it's like there's a certain time and a period that yeah, you're yeah. watching it and you connect to it. And I was like sitting on the couch in COVID times is not really a time for I'm me to just kidding. Movie. It's okay. I do think like Cameron Crowe, obviously like his music and his movies, which is, I think something that like Sean, you're really drawn to, to like, I'm really drawn to that too. Yeah. Like, and I like Cameron Crowe's writing. So it's like, to me that it's, the whole movie still works. It just, there were some visual effects stuff that I was like, ooh, feels dated. Well, like this though? was the best they could do then. It's a movie about all of those things that we talked about a minute ago, right? It's a yeah. movie about mm-hmm. time and death and life mm-hmm. and, you know, second chances and all that stuff. But really at the end of the day, it's a movie about love. And I think that that like is fucking jaded and ridiculous as I've become in my life. Like I'm a sappy romantic and I love a movie that is like, causes you to question like what what part of love meant something to you in life and i feel like that's what this movie is about at its core yeah cool i love our list guys it's so good good times i think we covered a lot of stuff yeah we did covered a lot of ground in fact i'm looking back at that list where we talked about um you know, I said at the beginning, like, do I want to read this list because it might get some of our stuff away? And I think we we covered most of it. We yeah. didn't talk about Color of Money, um, which I thought was the name of the martini. We didn't talk about <laughs> Rain Man, which I think is a public oh, Rain Man. I know. Um, so born on the Fourth of July, um, The Firm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's kind of Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. Interview it's with a vampire. Interview with the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, lots of good stuff. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom, for entertaining us. We Thank you, so, like literally, for picking weird shit and doing so good in them that they don't feel weird. I'm excited for many more years of Tom entertainment. Yeah. As always, we want to thank you for listening. For more information, please be sure to visit themartiniscale.com, where you can find links for all of our social channels in addition to show notes and more. If you haven't already, please head over to Apple Podcast and rate and review us. It helps others discover the show. We'll see you next time. Cheers! Bye!